don't know me, which is, I don't think anyone, I think everyone knows me, my daddy, who is the late, great John Candy, who is no stranger here to Second City. Now, tonight's guest, I am very excited. He's a very talented Second City alumni. He was in the Police Academy films two, three, four, five, and six. Yes, there were that many Police Academy films, along with other great films and television shows. He also wrote and directed and starred in a great film called All Stars that's out on Amazon right now that you can take a look at. Now, before I bring out Lance, I want you to take a look at this revealing clip. the one to start with. It is right. the one to start with. Just just bear it all right there. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming out. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm now, thrilled to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, just, it's okay. Just get comfy. You can move the pillow to whatever you oh, like. Oh, good. Thank you. You don't have to use it. I like to prop myself up. But I ask all my guests what their favorite candy is, and you said... Well, uh, I actually gave you three. Yes. And you found them all. I found them all. Uh, I said um, my very favorites are the uh, fruit slices. Yes. And you get those at Ralph's. Yes. They're absolutely excellent. Um, and then I said mounds because I was afraid you needed something that was individually wrapped. wrapped. So anybody who takes the fruit slices, they've been touched by fingers, I'm sure. I washed my hands when I prepackaged them. And then the mounds, I thought, were kind of pedestrian because when I thought about it, it's really my go-to Halloween candy. Yeah. But... Uh, recently, my daughter brought home these, um, what are they called? The, the, not mango. Uh, the, ging the mango. Yeah, the ginger, the ginger. ginger snap things that are really, really good. Chimes. Chimes. Chimes and those are hard juice. to find. They are. But if you can find them, they're zippy. That's why I love them. They are zippy. I had one. They're quite, they're tangy. They are tangy. I do like it, but you can find them on Amazon. <laughs> well, oh. thank you so much for coming out. Oh. Yeah. The connection that we have is you knew my dad, but not, you both were Second City, but you weren't specifically yes. in 
a show together or projects together, but you had mutual friends. And so how is it that you actually met my dad? Well, I, uh, it, it's funny. I mean, of course, when I was at Second City, uh, we, when, we, when I was in the resident company, we had a, a TV backstage in the green room and we would watch SCTV and they were all our heroes. And we wanted to be like that, uh, be them. And you know, your dad was just so funny and so great. And then I came out here and I remember I, I, we were living in Santa Monica and one day I was driving uh, down Montana and I saw your dad in front of me, in a car in front of me. <laughs> and we got to a stop sign, I was so excited I jumped out of the car and ran up, <laughs> ran up and knocked on the window, and uh, you know, I, I can only imagine what would happen today if somebody did that. Right. But and I and I just started babbling. Uh, John, John, I'm I'm my name's Lance Kinsey. I'm I'm from second. I went to Second City too. I was at Second Second City, Second City, Second City, Second City. And he was so sweet to this lunatic banging on his car door. He, he put his uh, window down and we talked for a little while. And I just remember him being such, <laughs> such a nice guy. And then uh, I had the opportunity also, uh, our very good friend, uh, Tino Insana, yes. um, hired me to write, uh, somehow hired me. He wrote on a show called Camp Candy. Camp Candy, which was my dad's cartoon show. It was a, an animated show. Yep. But at the beginning and the end of the show, there were live-action wraparounds. Yes. And Tino brought cool. me in to write the live-action wraparounds. Uh -huh. And I was just so excited that I got to write words <laughs> that John Candy would say. <laughs> and I, I, I suspect he probably took my live-action words and made them far better and improvised all over it. And <laughs> no. it, it but it, it was just a, a big thrill to, to, to write for him. Wow, that's amazing. And I don't think I realized that you were a creative consultant on Camp Candy and that you wrote the wraparounds yeah. because I remember being a kid and we shot all those wraparounds on our farm up in Toronto. And my brother and myself and our neighbor Aaron were the kids in the background. Oh, my so there goodness. was one, I remember one night we were there and we were way in the background and we were roasting marshmallows and we thought we were going to like, we're going to roast marshmallows. It was like a six-hour night, and by the end of the night, we were so sick to our stomachs. Oh. So I don't know if you wrote, the kids had to be eating marshmallows, so I don't know who to blame for that one. But, well, but thank you. It was, it, was a, it was a great experience, and I have those memories forever. Oh. So I think that was that's no, it was It was a great show. And, I, I mean, loved it. It was really funny. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. Okay. Now, what was it as a kid that made you want to be an actor? Well, I, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, and there weren't a lot of... Uh, entertainment people in Cleveland so you didn't you <laughs> really? didn't tell anybody you wanted to be an actor when you were a kid okay um, but I, I, I figured out early that I did I, I auditioned for a, a play that was an adult play at the community theater uh -huh. and I, I was cast in that and I, I remember loving that and I thought geez this is cool and then I did it through high school and I, when I went to college, I thought, well, if I really want to be an actor, I better get serious and study. So I, I, I majored in drama. And you went to Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Which was a great drama. Great department. school. It, it wasn't, well, North, was, it wasn't it? Northwestern, but, but it, was, it was a great drama department. It was a much smaller department. Okay. It wasn't nationally renowned. But it was a great place for me to be because um, it was smaller, and, and you could find your place probably more quickly than 
you know, than, than competing with right. everybody who was coming to Northwestern. I don't know. But, uh, now with, and uh, Vanderbilt was in the drama department, how did you find improv? Like where did improv come into play there? Well, you know, I didn't, uh, it didn't really there. I mean, okay. I, I, I studied like the class that we did Shakespeare at Ibsen and, and, and then I, I, I had the idea that, oh, let's do Godspell. Oh. And because everyone did Godspell. Everyone, right, well, everyone loved Godspell. I didn't know everybody <laughs> did it, but I wanted to be special and do it. Sorry, didn't mean to take so the star I, away. I, I, I pitched it. I pitched it to my to the the, the uh, acting teacher and the head of the department. And uh, you know, my thing was the the people in it are are like us. I mean, finally, I'm not going to play Gregor's Verley in The Wild Duck and have to put shoe polish in my hair. These are, you know, they were Carnegie Mellon students, and we're students. Let us do this. So he somehow, he went out and got the rights. I guess everybody could get the rights. Sorry. And uh, I thought it was magic. It's just what I heard. It's just what I heard. Could be all lies. And we did Godspell, and there was there was a little improvisation in that, although that was scripted. But um, f- I, then I remember after that I went to Actors Theater. Okay. Uh, a- after I got out of college, I apprenticed at Actors Theater for a year, and after that, uh, I've been watching. Of course, everybody watched Johnny Carson, and I would see people on Johnny Carson who I thought were great. They were funny and 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 sharp and. Uh, had a spark about him, and I didn't know what that was, but I started kind of hearing several of them mention Second City oh, wow. as they talked to Johnny. And, and I, so I put that together and went, there must be something there. Uh, and I went to New York for a while and, and just got killed in New York. Um, <laughs> I, lost, I had no money. I, I went with my $2,000 life savings. Oh, wow. Thought, oh, this will last forever. <laughs> in New York, yes. And I, I, the only Maybe reason it lasted at all was because uh, a, a friend who I had worked with at Actors Theater was a, a stage manager, and she was out of town and let me sublet her apartment for a ridiculous price. I mean, just so oh, low. Wow. And that's the only that's reason the I could survive. That's, that's how you right. survive in New York is subletting. I know people that's, who do it all the time. That's right. And uh, but So at, at the end of six months, my $2,000 were gone, and I got a gig doing a one-man show to high schools. This is the worst job ever. Really? It, it was called uh, AdBiz, The Art of Selling, with, by <laughs> Rick Trow Productions. Oh. And you, they put you in a van um, with, at that point, it was $20,000 worth of audio-visual vis- equipment, okay. video equipment, and they send you out to high schools, and you would meet for, you would meet their, uh, their, the guys who plug in, you know, the video team yeah. at high school. <laughs> Did they roll in the cart? Did they have that? Well, I, yeah, and I would, I would have, I'd be rolling in the equipment and they would help me set it up. And we'd, I, I'd do it during a, uh, during like a 45 minute period. And there would be this show and we had two rear projection screens and I would stand in the center of the screen and it was uh, the Jolly Green Giant would talk about being uh, <laughs> making a Coca-Cola commercial. Oh so my I would stand in the middle 
and one jolly green giant leg is on one screen and one on the other, and I'm standing right in the middle. You couldn't see anything else. And I'd have it timed, so uh, it was all uh, audio cues, wow. and I could just click, and it, the, the screen would change, and the high school students went, oh, my gosh, this guy's brilliant. Yeah. And it was just the saddest thing because then I would go back to a hotel, oh. a motel, that was the cheapest thing I could find, and I was just trying to save money because they didn't... They, they made you pay for your own gas, and, and it was horrible. And at oh, the end no. of that, I saved enough money to either go back and scrape it back in New York where I had had no success, or go to a city that I thought was more economically feasible. And I'd always heard about Second City, so I went to, I went to Chicago. You went and, to Chicago. I and, was guessing, and that's how you found your way. That's how I found my way. Way to Second City. Yeah. Oh my, and what was your audition like? Well, I, I auditioned for Dell. Okay. Uh, I, well, here, actually, I, I started taking the workshops. Okay. Uh, and I, was only, I only took them like two weeks before I was asked to come in and audition. But the, the, like the first workshop, Dell is standing at the, uh, the front of the stage. And we're a new workshop, so we're going, oh, this is, this is the brilliant guy. We heard so much about him. <laughs> and he's standing up there, and he is brilliant. And he's talking and going, uh, I'm going to count to three. And we're like, okay. And he, and he goes, one, two, three. And then he pitches over off the stage and comes crashing down into the chairs and, and tables among us. And he gets up and he goes, you were supposed to catch me. Well, we didn't know that. We, he never told us that. So that was our introduction to, to, to Dell. But then he asked me to come in and audition, and we did a five through the door. Okay. So that's where you come in and you do five different uh, characters. characters, and you, you walk out the door, and you come right back in as a different character. And they'd set up like uh, somebody was sitting there as the um, uh, information person at Marshall Fields, okay. I think. So I came in, and the only one I remember was I came in uh, on roller skates, and I skated up to the, the information booth, and I said, I think I've lost my roller skate, skate key. I can't get these off. And then I, I go back and try to skate back out, and I have this epiphany. This is going to be fantastic. And I, I flung my legs out from under me and crashed back and slammed my head on the, on the stage. Oh, no. Almost knocked myself out. <laughs> and because I thought, well, that's, that'll sell it. Go big or go home. <laughs> And he, uh, he, he, he said, he came up to me after that and said, Lance Kinsey, that's a name I will never forget. <laughs> but that was my audition. Oh, my gosh. And how long were you at Second City for? Well, I was there for five years. I did the touring company for two years. Okay. And then uh, the resident company for three years. And then who were you in the resident company with? I was with, there with uh, Jim Belushi. Um, I can't. I have a photo. I, I, oh, I do have uh, that photo. Is that from the yeah, resident? No, that was a company uh, out here. We did a oh, show well, out here. Then. Well, it was at, right after uh, all. Everybody had left the company. I think I was still in the company, and was asked to come out here and do that show. Okay. It was a best of show, and oh, we wow. did it at the Huntington Hartford, or the which oh, the James okay. Doolittle yes. Theater, and uh, that was a fantastic company. Um, and I remember. We would, after the show, we would hang out at this uh, big mansion in, Holly, in the Hollywood in the Hills. Hollywood Hills. And I can remember standing up on a balcony with George 
and George came over and he looked out of, over, the, uh, over the hills and we're standing on the balcony and he goes, someday this will all be ours. <laughs> well, some of it's George's. <laughs> some of it's yours. Everyone got their piece. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But that was a great time. But the, anyway, in my company, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I understudied like George and Timmy. Okay. And when Timmy went to Saturday, Timmy Kazarinski. When he went to Saturday Night Live, I replaced him in the company. Okay. George was already gone. My company was uh, uh, Jim and Bruce Jarko, yes. uh, Danny Breen, Mary Gross, uh, Megan Fay. And then, and then it changed. Um, Cap came in. Uh, I think he replaced Jarko. You know, it's, it's everyone changed. kind of yeah. shifts and, and goes around, which yeah. is amazing. I actually, I did find this amazing headshot of yours, which I think was from Second City. Oh. <laughs> Wow, I don't know where you found that. I'd love to thank uh, Second City Archives for that. Oh. Um, also, I want to say that you looked like the last bachelor, Nick Vale. Oh! Oh, I love that show. <laughs> Bring the connections together. That was, that's all, that's all uh, courtesy of uh, Second City. Oh, oh that, my goodness. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that. No, that that's up, okay, yeah. Um, I, had that, I was rocking that beard, wasn't I? That was an amazing it's just the whole ensemble was fantastic. <laughs> was that for Second City or was that? Just no, actually, uh, that was that was my a, a serious headshot pre Second City. I, oh. I I had this big beard in in college, and uh, that that kind of looked like when I when I when we did Godspell, I did Judas, okay. and I grew this beard for Judas because <laughs> Judas should have a beard, right? Okay. I don't know, but uh, and I then I did yes. I did it later. I did we did God I did Godspell twice. You loved it that much. Because it was tough to do. It's tough to not do. Not everybody you did can't. it. It's not, it's not easily accessible And the second at all. time I, I played Jesus, and uh, we did it at a dinner. <laughs> we, we did it at a, a dinner theater. A, a dinner theater. Let me tell you, you know, dinner theater is way more prestigious than Broadway. <laughs> If you get a chance to do one or the other, you want to do dinner theater. You always want to do dinner theater. Because they serve dinner. Of course. It's a meal and a show. And there is nothing like hearing a voice from the audience cry out at some point for their waitress during the crucifixion scene, I need a drink! It's great. It's really wonderful. Was that like one of the worst experiences? Well, besides, I guess well, going to high schools was say, you were saying your worst experience. Well, I met. I mean, I met some great people there, though. Uh, a, a buddy of mine who was in my movie, uh, John Goodman, was one of my disciples. Oh, was he? <laughs> encourage the audience yeah. to participate and, and to, to answer yeah. questions. No, and, and, and it was, it was great. And so they, they, they brought down people from New York and other places to do dinner theater for the summer. Oh my gosh, that's and, amazing. Uh, yeah, no, it was fun. It was Springboro, Ohio, between Dayton and Cincinnati, which is the cultural high point of America. Yes, and dinner theater is there. That's yeah. what you do on a Friday or Wednesday night, whatever you want. Now, uh, you were at Second City for about five, you said five, five years. years. And yeah. then what, uh, what made you leave and where did you go next? Well, we did the show out here. Uh, did I say Mary Gross was you in our company? You did say Mary, yes. Okay, yes, good. Yes, you did. Good, okay, good. We acknowledge Mary. Well, I did the show, I came out to do the show out here. And um, when I, I went back after that, and, and I was really ready to leave the company. 
uh, and uh, I, I, my, I, my girlfriend then and I had planned to get married. Oh, wow. So we got married and uh, moved out after that. And we got married in Detroit. We, we got married on Monday, so the theater was dark, so everybody could come up, so <laughs> well, the cast could come up. And Bernie Solins, who was the owner of Second City yes. then, um, drove everybody up in a limo, and he wore a little hat. Oh. Didn't he, Mike? Didn't he wear a hat? <laughs> they feared for their lives. <laughs> but, Bernie but driving, we're not too sure he about brought that everybody, everybody came up, and it was just, it was fantastic. It was the best wedding I've ever been to. Oh, that's amazing. It was, and it was mine. And it was yours, that's I know. good. It's, it's supposed to be the best wedding that you've ever been to, you say. So you were uh, in Los Angeles, and then... Your char- you had a character, Proctor, that was introduced into the Police Academy yeah. franchise, um, and you were introduced in the second film. What was that like, kind of coming in in the second film and having well, it was a int- new character and fleshing that out? Right. Uh, I'd actually auditioned for the first movie, and I Did didn't get know? it. Okay. Uh, I auditioned for Fackler, which is the guy who uh, was, uh, he was always having accidents. And I didn't get that. Bruce Mahler got it, and okay. I thought, oh, shit. Well, that's it. I'm done. And and they called me back for the second one, and they had this character Proctor. And it wasn't a very big character at all. It was uh, he w- it was uh, the supercilious sidekick to Mauser, who right. was the captain of the of the precinct. And uh, I did that, and it was pretty well received. And who you know who knew that they were going to do another one? Right. I mean. Two was, uh, we're going, wow, that's great. You're doing two and then three, the, okay. They did three, and my character came back, and it kept growing in each one. They kind of, they fleshed it out more. It was really all me. I fleshed it out. <laughs> of course. That's, yeah, you, you, right? know, you say, oh, no, we all, we all fleshed it out. Yeah. It was great. We worked no, long they, hours on they, it. No, the, the, the writers kept, you know, kind of expanding it. And well, you had a big role. Like, you, your character. By the end of it, it, yeah. got, it was a big role. I would say, like, one of my favorite parts in all of those Oh. Well, in all of those movies. You have to say that. I do. You? No, and I would say, um, my brother and I would reenact a lot, a lot, of, a lot of the stuff that you oh. did. And when I was re-watching, I was like, oh, my gosh, we used to do that. And we did that. And oh. we did this. And then we did that. And it just it always makes me laugh because I love movies. I love movies like that. that just well, I do, too. That. They were really they're, fun. They're they were fun, fun to do. They were fun to do, too. People used to come up and, you know, they go, well, it's not Shakespeare. And I said, none of us ever thought it was no, Shakespeare. Exactly. Now, I wasn't aiming for there Shakespeare. There was no one who mistook that for Shakespeare, but it was fun to do, and uh, the was cast. Was there a favorite one that you ha- like? Well, that you like to shoot, or yeah, there was uh, probably five because we shot that down in Miami, and at that time, my mother-in-law lived in Fort Lauderdale, and uh, so my wife and my son came down and spent the whole shoot down there, and we all I got to hang out with the whole family, and so I have you know great memories of that. Although they came. On most of the others, we shot a couple of them up in Toronto. Right, I remember. As a matter of fact, that first scene you showed yes. was on a very cold night in Toronto. <laughs> a very, and what I remember about the cold is, I was barefoot. That's what I remember, because my feet were so oh, freaking cold. Frozen. But it was it was really fun. We so we shot a couple in Toronto. We shot a couple here, and we shot uh, one in Miami. Wow. And that's, that was so much fun because of the family was down there. That's amazing. And then you were talking about characters. Was there 
specific actors that you liked working with the most, or in Police Academy, in Police Academy, or just or did you get along with everyone? Yeah, well, G. W. Bailey and I played partners. It started out I was Art Matrano's partner, and right. then we did two movies together, and then it was kind of like Darren and Bewitched. All of a sudden. GW right. came back. He had actually created the role in one. And, they were different they were different characters, but it was really the same function in the movie. Right. So they were the captain and they were the mean, you know, kind of uh, grouch. Yeah, the stern promotion. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and GW and I are still just best, you oh, know, wow. really close friends. And uh, we had a great time together. The first time we ever met, as a matter of fact, was in two, three, four, I guess, okay. and we were shooting it in Toronto, and we they introduced us and then threw us in a river, and we were swept down the river, oh, and no. the, the scene was toward a, you know, toward a waterfall, and we were grabbing a gondola and trying to save ourselves, and we were literally trying to save ourselves, and that brings you close quickly. Yes, it does. It's a bond. Just throw them in a river. Yeah. It'll bring bonding together. <laughs> now, Gene Quintano wrote yes. a, a lot of Police Academy. Yes. Um, and he did he direct any of them? No, he I, didn't direct any of those. Only, he wrote two and th no, he wrote three and four. Okay. And we became very close friends. And then he started. He he wrote he wrote many many scripts that were big movies. And one one year, I, I think he wrote more films that were produced than any other writer. Wow. So uh, that was the year of I don't, uh, Dumbo Drop and Sudden Death. Uh, Musketeer. He, three, yeah, the, the Musketeer, Musketeer. Right. And uh, and so anyway, we became very good friends, and he started writing things for me. Oh, that's great. Which was. That's the best. That's the best I mean, when you find a writer that'll start writing. If stuff. you don't have to audition and you can't screw it up, perfect. Then, uh, that's the way to go. <laughs> my, my kind of audition. Oh, it's never happened to me before or <laughs> since. But, but uh, he was great, and and he he wrote a couple of films that we actually shot in Spain really? and were great, really fun. One was called um, Dollar for the Dead, and it was a western. Yes. And we got to shoot on uh, Sergio Leone's set down in Almeria, Spain. Oh, wow. And it was fantastic. It was really fun. Um, horses. I got to ride a horse. Oh, I do. I have the, a, a photo a of you. There. That's me on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. And, and that's Howie Long and Bill Pakel. Howie, of course, everybody knows Howie how was, you know, he's in the Hall of Fame, a football player. Bill Pakel was his best friend and played with him, I think, on the Raiders also, another football player. Wow. And these guys were monsters. <laughs> and the nicest, sweetest guys you'll ever want to meet. And uh, Howie was afraid of horses. <gasps> really? So, yeah. And he's supposed to be the head of, the, of our gang. I'm, I'm tracker. I'm, I was tracker. <laughs> So I could get off the horse and look at a pile of dirt and go, I think there are three of them about 47 minutes up ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. But, and, and this wasn't a comedy. <laughs> but Howie, how, so Howie had his horse and I had my horse. And he was supposed to be out in front of us all the time. And we're following him. Well, the, and neither, none, none of us... I took horse riding lessons over there with Emilio Estevez was the, uh, the, the lead in it. And he's a real horseman. So I went out uh, with a, a guy teaching me, and Emilio's out there riding too, just doing figure eights and the horses doing backflips. Well, young guns. And young guns, and yeah. And so he was, he was all over the place. They taught me how to hang on to the horn. 
<laughs> and so Howie, Howie's supposed to be out in front of us, and all I can hear him doing with his horse is going, whoa, whoa, whoa. And my horse wants to go. And because horses, I guess they're like, you know, alpha dogs. They all want to be out in front. So my horse is pushing past Howie. Now I am pulling with everything I got to stay behind our leader who's going, whoa, whoa. So that's Howie Long. Oh, I love it. But don't tell him I said that. I won't say a thing. He's a big guy. We won't tell him it's recorded either. <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. You're welcome. We can always edit it out. <laughs> but I think that's amazing. Uh, and then another film that Gene Quintana wrote that you were in, which is another... Um, favorite of mine, uh, Loaded Weapon movies. Oh. And so you've worked with so many uh, great writers and, and actors, and I want to show a clip uh, of the movie right now. And so just kind of take a guess if you can see. Together. Oh, beats me, Serge. Dandruff, Severia, maybe just dry, itchy scale. Have you tried this herb? I use it. Head and shoulders? Sarge, you don't have dandruff. <laughs> I know. Samuel Jackson. I love it. Yeah. Samuel Jackson. I love that movie. I love that scene. Yeah. I probably quoted it over and over again, which is so random. And I love how later you come back with. Oh yeah. You're washing. You're washing your hair. Yeah, and he go and he asked me about it. And I said it's it tingles. It's, tingles. it's working. <laughs> That's what I had here. Sorry, I didn't mean to bring that That's up either. That's all right. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, that um, was really fun. Gene, uh, Gene wrote and directed that one. Wow. Yeah. Which, and then I think uh, Gene had had written a couple or had rewritten a couple scripts of my dad, and so I know that their oh, right. their paths That's right. their paths had crossed together as yes. well, and so I always find it it just. The more and more I do these shows, the more and more I see like the connections and the right. circles and, and all that stuff. And another film that I just recently was um, I recently saw was Masters of Menace. There which, was Tino. Which was Tino and Sana, and he wrote it and somewhat then directed it. Well, yes, he kind of <laughs> took over a little bit of the directing, but that's another story. <laughs> but I had never seen this film, so it, came, it was in uh, 1990. Yes. And it was a biker film. It was a biker film, and uh, Tino was one of the bikers. Dave Ra David Rashi yeah. from Second City was the head biker, and uh, I played his lawyer. I played the, the lawyer of the bike gang. And, and Belushi was in it. Jim Belushi was in it. That's Tino between David and myself. And um, it was so much fun. Tino used a lot of Second City people. George, I think, was in it. Uh, Danny Aykroyd. Yes. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting. Oh, Ira Miller. Ira, yes. So uh, he, used, he, he brought a lot of us in, and it was you know, just great fun. Tino wrote it um, and produced it also. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so where did you guys shoot that? Well, we shot it up, jeez, uh, I can't remember. The, it was up in the mountains, kind of, uh, toward uh, Magic Mountain. Okay, so up Santa, that way. Santa Clarita area. Yeah, yes. And, uh, and the, the biker gang, aside from the actors he cast, David Landers was in it, too. And uh, aside from the, the, the actors he cast, they were real bikers. I think they were the heathens, I believe. Oh, wow. <laughs> And sweet guys. <laughs> Very nice. And, and, and they could ride. I mean, you know, a lot of them were these big, burly guys. They could ride like ballet dancers. I mean, they have such control over these, 
over their hogs. Yep. And, and Tino, Tino looked like Howie Long on a horse. I actually have a clip. So oh, I'm you gonna, do? I want to show. I want to show a clip. surprise I wanted to share for you guys afterwards yeah. oh, that's which great. I, I, I had never seen the movie before and I, I found it and I, I watched it and I it's just, it's hysterical yeah. it's a it's a fun it's, really it's fun. a fun film there. <laughs> so you're so badass I was the mouth <laughs> if you had any idea <laughs> yeah I was the mouthpiece of the group of the they're, they're, they're a lawyer, a very ineffectual lawyer. <laughs> and then, uh, so that was the one good thing about uh, Second City is kind of everyone worked together and, and brought, whenever they had projects, they brought each other on. And I always right. think that was a, a great thing that was my dad best. did and Tino did and, and you do with All Stars. And I just think it's, it's, such, a, it's such a nice thing. And then um, there was another film that Tino had done called uh, Wedding, Band. Wedding Band. Yes. And that that also had a, a number of uh, Second City people in it, but and I haven't seen that. I've never I haven't seen that one. So what was that? Uh, well, it was about a wedding band, um, <laughs> and, and uh, William Camp was like the leader, the head, of, the leader of the band, the greatest American hero, the guy who played the greatest American hero, and Polly Shore is on the bottom, and David Bowen. Right there. So we were we, we had to play tunes and act like we could play. I don't think anybody really played something. David Bow might have played drums, but they, <laughs> they put me on keyboards to hide me and I just, be, you know, beat something. But I remember we played, uh, they had a squeeze song that we played and uh, it, was, it was really fun to do. And I, I remember uh, a lot of it was shot at night oh, wow. because it was wedding band stuff. Yep. Um, but it was it was a blast, you know. Again, it was anytime Tino would call, you'd go, uh, "Oh, this is going to be a, a fun time," yeah. you know. And it was. And it was, and it always, and it always was. was. And I know, I know that's why my dad liked working with him and working with everyone because yeah. it's just you want to you want to surround yourself with people that you have fun with and you can kind of you can improvise with and they can finish your sentences and read your minds and know your humor and know your weaknesses and know when they can kind of like push you and, and, and give exactly you a hard time right. and all that stuff, which I think is, which I think is really great. Um, and so most recently you, uh, 
produced and wrote and directed right. a wonderful film called All Stars. Thank you. I did. And this was uh, uh, one that, um, you know, it's kind of in the Latino vein of wanting to put your, your, your friends together. <coughs> And I remember, I mean, I, w I worked on this for a long time. The hardest thing was finding the financing. Really? And it took almost five years to get the financing together. And I can remember, I, I think it was at the, at the Second City 50th, I, I think I remember talking to Mike about it. And there were, because there were a few people that I knew that I actually wrote for, wrote roles for. And uh, Mike Haggerty was one. Um, uh, Fred Willard was one. And uh, so I told them about it early and said, listen, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but if it does, uh, I hope you'll, you'll be available. And f I remember Fred, when, I think it was like 2011, and, he, and I said, Fred, you know, I hope you're available. And he goes, well, I'm completely booked this year, <laughs> but 2012 is open. So I said, all right, I'll try to do it in 2012. Pressure's on now. But it was, it was you know, it was a dream come true. Uh, and it, it was kind of in the Christopher Guest vein of uh, improvisation. And um, I, 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 I'm such a fan of his work. Chris Guest, yes. And I just, and, you know, he used a lot of our people, too, Fred's and everything. Right. Yes. Um, and I, I always wanted to do that. And I thought, well, there's no reason... That we can't do it too. I mean, he can do it. He, he's obviously he's the best at it, but we should be able to do it too because we come from that world. Right. And I wanted people in the movie who all had that uh, skill set. Yes. So you know, I, I ended up with you know many many Second City people: Molly Erdman and Josh Funk, Funk and, and Sam Richardson. Sam Richardson. Uh, Angela Kinsey from The Office. Yes, yeah, she's from The Office. Uh, um, I Ileana actually, Douglas. I do have a clip that we oh, can, so people can see. You know, these girls just mean so, so damn much to me. The youngest age groups have the most out-of-control parents. Get her out of there! Every call is life or death. Oh! And every parent knows more than every coach and every umpire. I told you! I gave you the numbers! I you gotta say, if I'm being honest, I disagree with most every decision you made. With just everything you did big league chair. I'd like to coach a team of kids whose parents are all dead. I remember when you used to say, we're not in it to win it, we're in it to fun it. Remember that saying? Yeah, yeah well, that was stupid. First of all, grounders are scary. Secondly, is getting a hit really that big of a deal? Is it that freaking important? <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, I'm so I, glad. I saw Thank it. You. It was great. It was it was so much fun. Thank you. Um, and working. What was it like improvising with with young young kids and well, the Second kids, City alumni? Yeah, the kids were all. Um, they were none of them were actors. They were all softball players because I knew it was more important that they know how to play softball than it was to act. Because uh, I didn't have time to teach them to play softball, so they were all little softball players. And it, it's really my life. I my daughter when she was little. Started playing softball on the minis and played all the way through rec ball and wow. then on club ball and then college. And so I had coached her all through rec ball. And I knew if you put any 12 little girls together, 
you've got 12 ridiculous little personalities bouncing off each other. Yeah. So I knew that wasn't going to be a problem. You know, we would, we would, they would definitely have a great personality. And they were great. Each, they each, were, and they each, were all great. All the girls had like their own little personality. It reminded me, I never played fast pitch. I played uh, soccer and like that team was my soccer team. Like it's it was, the same thing. We had the red jerseys and I just, we were, we were, a, right. we were a hot mess. But it's it the was. same thing. <laughs> That's right. And the movie is really much more about the adults than the kids anyway. It's about, <laughs> You know the the uh, the, ridic the ridiculous behavior of sport youth sports parents. It is it is it is crazy because then it also reminded me of my brother when he played t-ball and, and right. softball and just the parents there were always right. Well, little, it, it's not even off. it's not even sports. It could be chess. That is, you yes. know, the parents on a chess team. Don't move the rook. It could be whatever whatever the activity is. They're living is. vicariously through their kids That's and exactly they're taking right. it so seriously, and they just want to. That's right. They just want to do the next thing. Yeah. So what is what is your next big dream project that you... Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I would like... I have another script that I, you know, would like to direct, and it's all about financing. It takes... Yeah. It's just the hardest thing in the world. So I have that, and uh, I'm kind of working on developing something for television as Great. well. So we'll see. That's fantastic. Well, it's uh, coming to the end of the show, and before we end, I normally like to do something called The Candy Connection, where... Oh. I do, uh, it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon, except I do it with my dad, John Candy, and our guest. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to try, try, and I'm going to do the six degrees. Right. And Chris can help me in, in the booth um, with photos because it kind of helps. Um, okay, so right. Lance, yeah. you were at Second City, yeah. and my dad was at Second City. Yeah. Therefore, we have the candy connection. <laughs> well, well that's, that's, that's just one degree, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, it is. Okay. I can do I can do better. Lance, you guested on SNL and my dad hosted SNL, therefore we have the candy connection. <laughs> All right, I don't understand this game. I can uh, I can no, 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 I that's, can, I can, no, that's just one again. I can, okay, I can do this. So Lance, you were on the TV show Remington Steel with Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Uh, Pierce Brosnan was, of course, James Bond in Die Another Day with Halle Berry. Right. Halle Berry was in the X-Men films with Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is Australian, and so is Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman was married to Tom Cruise. Ron Howard also worked in Parenthood. Martin was in planes and automobiles with John Candy, therefore giving us the Candy Connection. Wow. <laughs> got it. We did it. That's a hard one. I like to go really, really far. <laughs> I want to say thank you so much for coming out onto the show and, and being here. And I've always, always loved your work. Oh, and thank we you. have so many mutual friends that I feel like I've known you longer than I've actually and I do too. really I do known too. you. Um, and it's just, it just did me Well, thank you for having me. question. You told me this was, you kind of assured me that this would oh, be did. the best one ever. It would. It did. It did. Yeah. Best one ever in June 2017. Okay. It is the best one. And it's the best one because of you and because of everyone here. So I want to say thank you guys so very much for coming out. And it means so much to me. And I love you all. Thank you. Thank you.